Pickaxe. Howdy, everybody out there. We are currently wrapping things up this week in DragonCon. Um, so this is obviously recorded before we left. So I don't know if our panels went well. I don't know. I, I, who knows? But the bottom line is, uh, just because we're away, it doesn't mean we don't have an episode. Obviously, you're listening to 178 right now. Uh, since we don't have a sponsor this week, I guess 178 is brought to you by all the lovely people on Patreon. Speaking of which, those are the same people who brought you this episode of DRP. They brought it back. They resurrected it from the dead. We hit a milestone thanks to them. Uh, and from now on, we'll be doing a new episode of DRP. Every time we hit uh, a new milestone, we're going to be going back through and sort of reshaping that. So we'll get to do these more often. Everybody had a blast, uh, as you'll be able to hear. Um... And we can't wait to do more of these. So thank you all for your support. Thank you so much. Uh, and we really hope that you enjoy this. Let's do that thing where we go around the table and introduce ourselves. I'm Jason. I'm the Dungeon Master. Going around the table, start with Rob. Hey, I'm Rob. I'm playing Cassie Drake, Human Warlord. And Jamie. Hi there. I'm Jamie. I am playing Kava Trubor, Dragonborn Fighter. And Susan. Hello, I am playing Sonia Bine, a, whoa, I was going to say tiefling invoker, a gnome <laughs> artificer. And Tyler. Uh, I'm Tyler, I play Doran, a dragonborn berserker. And Jake. Uh, well, hello, my name is Jake, a.k.a. Uh, Draconis. I play a dragonborn fire mage, and uh, whew, I'm ready. I'm ready. Anybody else feeling it? Anybody else feeling it? I'm feeling a little bit. I'm feeling it a little bit. I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling myself. <laughs> I was perfectly fine. Like, multiple like, times a month. I've been here this was, whole time. Yeah. <laughs> I was fine until like five seconds ago. <laughs> this feeling isn't new to me. I'm ready. Put it in my veins. So, for those of you out there who are profoundly confused, um, we're gonna we're gonna explain. Just, just, just ride with us on this for a little bit, and you'll, 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 you'll see where we're going with this. Um, it is the twelfth of Thorum, uh, and the last time DRP, uh, the, the last time DRP played, uh, DRP played canonically, it was the twenty-first of Amada, and a lot has changed. What we're going to do is we are going to go around the table here, and we're going to introduce these characters just a little bit more, and let you know what they've been up to, some of the ones that have been returning, uh, and kind of let you know who these new people are. Um, so how's about we start with Kava? What's, what has happened with Kava? All right. Uh, so, so far, what has happened with Kava? Uh, last we knew, she had taken over the Dragonborn with her companions and was reigning as queen. However, uh, Kava, age is getting to her and, uh, she was in the midst of going into battle and she threw out her back and <laughs> therefore was kicked from the Dragonborn from, for being weak. So she's just trying to find her way back to that level of power again. Uh, and she's run into a few people that she has unfinished business with. So that's sort of taking precedence right now. And Draconis. What's Draconis been mm -hmm. up to? Uh, you would assume a lot. That's the first thing you would assume. <laughs> All right. Uh, for those of you who don't know Draconis, he, uh, he's suffering from an illness where he requires blood root to basically survive. And if you don't know what that is, that is a drug basically that acts like cocaine. It's kind of it's a powdery substance, and he has kind of shifted off of that for the most part. Still needs it to live, but he now 
he's kind of on the hard stuff. That's ba- that's basically what happened. Now he's on Yaro. Yaro is yep. That is harder than Bloodroot. Yes. Yes. Uh, how many times, if you want to say, how many times harder than Bloodroot would that be? <clears throat> if you had to do a little multiplier in there. Well, okay. Let's say that Draconis was at the point in his life where he was he was using Bloodroot medicinally, and that was kind of uh, like there'd be a there'd be. Uh, a little bit of a time afterwards where he freaks out and it's like this Yara is like 10 times more like 10 times like it's what it does and for those of you who haven't listened to living in theory or something like that it cuts off the pain receptors to the body and basically sends you into overdrive it's point you in a direction take that kill everything in that uh, or 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 just lash out physically violent usually so so he's basically switched from cocaine to meth basically yes that's that. yes <laughs> so that paints a nice picture uh basically in the situation that draconis is in now but uh you would probably think that he would when i disappeared um i'm not going to go over everything right now but the bottom line is i've been going to uh uh bottom of the barrel places Cities, little tiny cities of cities, uh, basically scraping by, getting what I can, scoring what I can, and uh, trying to deal with the pain that I have inside and basically trying to stay alive. Um, and I have hooked up with the group to basically get enough money to score what I need to uh, stay alive. So that's about it right now. Uh, what about Sonia? Uh, last we saw Sonia, um, she was with Kava. They had just taken control of the Dragonborn and Kava had become queen. Uh, since then, uh, Kava got kicked out and the Dragonborn didn't want a little gnome who played pranks on everybody around. So she went with Kava because she sees Kava as like the strongest person she knows. So of course she would stick with her. And she wanted to stick with the nipple, so she's basically just been working on fixing up the nipple because she wants to get more money. Can't, can't wean her off that nipple. Can't. Yeah. <laughs> well, when we say the nipple, we don't mean the, the bar, the rusty nipple in Brightport. We mean their means of conveyance, the little wagon. And uh, for those of you who okay. don't... Yeah, we're going to get into what that looks like in just a second, because I know you guys <laughs> probably didn't hear DRP. This is... Yeah, I just heard we're on the nipple right now. That's yeah. the last yeah. thing I heard. So I was like, okay. <laughs> yep. We're all sticking with the nipple. <laughs> um, what about Doran? Who who is Doran? Uh, well, Doran Doran is uh, now basically fulfilling his his dreams and aspirations of going out and becoming uh, sort of sort of a hero and a well to do uh, person out in Theria. After uh, he the the guy that he looked up to, uh, Draconis basically inspired him to do so so now he's actually going out into the world and uh as as a as a strong fighter and uh he's met up with the group and draconis and gets to now deal with the reality of what draconis has become i'm a great role model so I- <laughs> <laughs> uh cassie let's 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 kind of uh let's get to know cassie a bit yeah uh cassie um, Cassie has been kind of on the road. Um, she's, uh, it's, it's, it's kind of clear to the party that she's trying to get away from him something, but, uh, she's, she kind of changes the subject. Uh, if anyone brings that, brings it up or tries to ask her about her past. Um, she did for a while work with the, uh, kind of work with keeping the orphans in Esterholt. Uh, but between her own expenses of living and wanting to find ways to take care of all the kiddos, 
and so on and so forth. Um, the the money's running a little thin, uh, and she's certainly got some basic combat training. So she thought maybe if she hooked up with these adventures, uh, she could go and uh, get a little wealthier and bring it back and uh, keep herself afloat and uh, maybe uh, maybe do something a little nicer for these orphans. So <clears throat> all of you have been together for about about eight, nine days. Uh, meeting up in the city of Esterholt and uh, basically come to the conclusion that you working together, trying to earn some money, and all of you are doing it for different reasons, um, would be a little easier than going out and trying to get the big score on your own. And there's a shopkeeper named Yost uh, who, who works in Esterholt and runs a really ritzy shop. Uh, basically very high-end adventurer's gear, that type of thing. Uh, caters to caters to people with real deep pockets most of the time. His his stuff is is off the charts in terms. A lot of it is is silly things like gold plated battle axes, that type of thing. Just some of it's really decorative and gaudy and awful. But he actually does have some some really nice stuff too. Uh, and he is sending you out into the Black Rock Mountains because it's rumored that there is um, there's a that there's a very old artifact hidden in there somewhere and he's kind of gotten scouts looking for this type of thing and they think they've found it um, and essentially what you are going to find or, or try to find is this really old bell and I'm going to have you guys run some checks and stuff based on uh, based on descriptions of it in just a bit but that is what you're after and he's paying a hefty sum for it uh, mm. he's going to pay you 8,000 gold upon its return um, and if it's in good condition and he can actually resell that, he is going to give you a cut of the profits for the sale. We talking, okay, eight total? 8,000 total? 8,000 total for, for okay. this. This is more of a dry run. He's like, okay, let's see. Because there's, th okay, look, there he is full of adventures that say they're going to do something. You know, it's like, well, give us half up front. That type, that it just. We'll go make a map for you. Right. <laughs> you know, the kind of deadbeats who promise to do something and then, yeah. So that, that, this is more of a dry run. It's like, look. I, I'm always going to need new stuff, and there is a there there is stuff that has been lost for hundreds of years. If you get this done for me, we'll do business in the future, and I'll make it worth your while. That is what the promise is. Not to mention discounts at his shop. So this could be this could be pretty heavily lucrative for you guys. Now, I would say you've been on the on the road now for a few hours from Esterholt, and what you're traveling in. Let me describe this. In Brightport, there is a bar called the Rusty Nipple, which is essentially a bar slash um, uh, den of ill repute. And um, right now, currently, it's owned by Gratic. It used to be owned by Kava. Little bitch. <laughs> this 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 wagon used to be used around town. Picture a carriage with a giant bronze nipple on top of it. Okay. It is the worst material ever <laughs> for this type of thing because instead of it being made of a breezy fabric that lets in air it's essentially a fucking mobile oven that, Wait. that... <laughs> can i roll something to see if i kind of fixed it <laughs> sure let's see here you know what um Let's see how well you could have done fixes this is by punching holes in That's what I was <laughs> um, well my building yeah, my building stuff is based upon Arcana. Okay. Because when I build ro not robots, but like robots. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> Futurama. 
Robots. When I build like the little obedient servants, it's based upon Arcana. So So let's let's have you roll an Arcana check. Ha! I got this to work in my favor. <laughs> yeah, I did. What oh, shit. <laughs> did I say worst material? Because that's not what I meant. I meant best. <laughs> it feels nicer inside the nipple than it does outside, guys. Well, okay. Here's like what you've hair. done. Yeah. <laughs> with with winter in Theria coming up, it's it, the, the, you're you're taking this and building it to your advantage right now. Like you've added air flaps and stuff so that this like this lets in air without creating drag and you know, you've got a couple of horses to pull this thing and it's yeah, I mean, like the ride used to be terrible. It basically used to almost be square wheels, it felt like. It, it's really, like, rickety and terrible. You've you've managed to smooth all of that out. And yes, it is an eyesore. It's not a pretty means of conveyance, and it never will be. Um, it, it's, it's a giant metal nipple. But with you know, winter coming, what it's going to do is it's actually going to soak up sunlight and keep whoever's inside nice and toasty and warm. And um, that is going to be very handy in the coming months, you'll see. But some guy named Malchus should look me up to build a carriage. Like <laughs> I'm really, really good at it. I've I've been looking for a professional carriage fabricator. You wouldn't believe it. <laughs> While we're on the road here, I'm going to have you guys roll a flat D20 to see how well this journey is going. Uh, but it's going to go great. It's going to go great. Is there anything you guys would like to talk about? Like, okay, imagine you guys are on the road and you're, you, this group doesn't know uh, each other very well. I mean, um, Draconis and Kava and Doran all know each other, but they haven't seen each other in years and years and years. Um, and Draconis is very clearly strung out. Kava's injured. Everyone's just kind of, the, the, the rest of this party is just kind of getting started carving a name out for themselves. So... In, in what way is Kava injured? Her back has been thrown out. Like it's mm. pretty, pretty nastily. Uh, is what I mm. is what I'm gathering. I'm old. Here. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, b- by the way, um, Yost essentially uh, is sending you to uh, this old abandoned temple, um, which uh, supposedly used to belong to the god Vecna and and, and worshippers mm. of Vecna, and uh, there is supposedly a chest inside, like way deep inside, that's housing this old bell. This place is supposed to be a death trap. Supposed to be heavily guarded with old traps, things like that, but mainly forgotten to time from what the scouts can uh, can tell that the doors haven't been opened in you know, probably uh, centuries. Like, very, very, very old. Uh, And hopefully there won't be anything living inside when you get there. It's just navigating like dungeon traps, things like that. You get the bell, you get out, you return, you get your, you get your paycheck. So there's no like, uh, no apparent like monsters that everybody knows about. No like legend of anything guarding it or anything that we, that we know about. How about, uh, how about everybody in the party do me a favor and roll a religion or history check for me? Oh, you got it right here. You got it. I know some history. Let's see. I don't. I do not. <laughs> I do not. That was my religion. Yeah. We are so related, Draco. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. I don't know enough history. <laughs> Holy shit! I thought my role was low, guys. <laughs> no, a little bit about history. <laughs> well, okay. Sonia and um, Sonia and Doran. 
would would fill you guys a little bit it, from what it sounds like and 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 Yost is being kind of cagey about it like any shopkeeper would be not as bad as Gratic but that kind of like yeah you know it's it's worth like he's telling you it's worth something but to kind of get you to go out and get it he's not going to go risk his life but just go get it make it back to me then I'll sell it and you'll get a cut mm-hmm. what it sounds like is the Bella Vecna which is this it's something adventurers tell each other around campfires. It's like, oh man, there used to be this object that supposedly you could make a deal with uh, the, the 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 god of undeath, and like you can bring back someone who meant something to you through a ceremony, that type of thing. And it's it's all very vague because the thing has been lost to time, uh, apparently sealed away because um, it was being abused, or the the power twists and corrupts people if it brings them back, that type of thing. There's kinds of stuff, the, the story surrounding it. Some people regard it as a way to bring back someone who was lost, no matter how long they've been dead, uh, and it just just bring their soul back to the world of the living. Like, just, just bring them back. Some people say that it brings them back, but the body's twisted and corrupted, or their soul is tainted, or all this. So, like, it's just not worth it. No one's meant to come back, that type of thing. So that's what they just told us? Uh, well... That's, that's what you. I, 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 that's up to Sonia and Doran, but they would know. It's oh, like, oh, I've read something know. about this thing, but it's okay. It's mainly regarded as like campfire stories that adults tell each other. That like, oh yeah, we could, we could totally bring Mary back if we had that that type of thing. Like, yeah. I don't know about Doran, but Sonia would probably tell everything she knew. Okay. Yeah, I'd probably do the same thing, Doran. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, Sonya's just like, oh, here's all this information. I trust you all. <laughs> Doran so, doesn't seem like I the would, type to keep I, secrets. Like, <laughs> No, I wouldn't, but I'd also be looking kind of sideways at, at Draconis, because I think by this point he would could be kind of seeing how Draconis is. Oh, yeah, by the way, I'm unconscious right now. Critical detail. Yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there. You were asking like, if we wanted to say anything. I'm unconscious right now, so okay. heads up. That. So then Sonia probably would have just told Kava then, because Kava's her like boss. So okay. in response, uh, Kava would literally sounds like a bunch of horseshit to me. I don't know, boss. Like everybody talks about it, so I've I've heard about it from a few places. So I'm pretty sure there's at least something to it. So is this is this all loud enough for the rest of the party to overhear if they want to? I don't imagine you're your carriage, yeah. Like you're, it's it's kind of an enclosed space. It's it, the, the the nipple is not very large. <laughs> I uh, I don't hear any of it. So well, no. You're, yeah. <laughs> so if this is really the thing we think it is, isn't it kind of dangerous just to give it to a shopkeeper to sell off? Not for eight thousand gold, it's not. Well, I guess we can see what it's all about when we find it. How else do you expect to make money, kid? We were given a job, we go get the thing, we bring it back. Unless you want to try selling it to someone else. I know, I know, and times are tough, so we'll do it. We'll get it figured out. But maybe if we think anything shady is going on, let's just follow our instincts, okay? God, that's optimistic. That's just <laughs> ripping with optimism. Welcome Hi. to Cassie! Hi, it's too hurt. It's so sweet. <laughs> Sonia would look at a uh, uh, Kava and give like a this guy kind of look. Like, come on. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. Return. <laughs> if we sell it to that guy and he sells it to someone bad who does something really bad with it, 
Is it our duty to fix that? Have we been paid yet? Mm, let's say yes. Why not? Okay, good. Okay. I feel better already. Side eye to Sonia. <laughs> <laughs> and meanwhile, Cassie just kind of like, just kind of like steps out to the outside of the carriage to like look out over the horizon. And she's just like humming to herself like, gonna find a bell, gonna help the orphans. Da, da, da. Oh, God. Ooh, oh, man. I, I want Sonia to be driving the carriage like she's really small on the front seat and like looking through the window. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Can I ask a question of Doran? Mm-hmm. What is your... So, okay, you said that Draconis was kind of your... The inspiration, and it's like, I'm going to be a warrior. I'm going to... Like, what is your... What is your memory of Draconis versus what's passed out unconscious next to you in the carriage? Uh, okay, so Doran... Doran basically sees Draconis kind of how he is himself. Like, he's, you know, big, powerful, strong-willed. Uh, he was able to, you know, talk other people into getting the absolute best out of people. Like, he was that guy who was social and being able to, to, to really work with just about anybody and was generally one of the more positive influences uh, and seemed like a guy who was destined to be one of the great leaders uh, of, of our people. Uh, that's how basically Doran has, has seen Draconis at least beforehand. So would you, okay, would you say that uh, Doran, like, seeing how Heskin treated uh, treated him and everything, like, how Draconis got drummed out of the Dragonborn, would you see that as, like, a pretty big injustice? Like, it was, I, like, I think that would be, that'd be a pretty big injustice because he he doesn't, he, because, yeah, he, he does see Draconis as a guy who almost, like, it, almost like one of those guys that it's like he is the future of our people. He is, okay. you know, what we what what I think we could see as someone to lead us into, you know, the next generation. Okay. And at at this point in time, as we're going down the road, I want uh, I wanted some uh, blood just start dripping down my nose and onto <laughs> the side of the uh, and down onto the floor. So okay, that leads perfectly into like what what would Doran's. What would Doran's expression? Uh, it's like, how long would it have taken before it's like, oh my god, Draconis! Like I haven't seen you for. How long would that have taken you to to kind of like go? Oh, like how long would that have taken to kind of? I like, to be fair, I think Draconis has not been. Um, he he doesn't really hide his stuff well. No. So probably not long at all. Okay. Like not even that. I think he meets up with Draconis, and by the end of the day, he knows what's going down. So I think we're we're at a point already where Doran kind of knows what's up with Draconis. Like, what would Doran's reaction to that be? Would just utter disgust, or um, I think at this point, uh. Like, Doran still has a bit of hope, but this is really, it, the, like, it's not, like, utter disgust or anything, but it's just kind of like, oh, this is this is the real world. This is the world I live in now. Like, I think part of it is uh, there's a lot of, like, there's a bit more cynicism in him now. Because yeah. I imagine Doran, when he first went out, and then as he was meet Draconis, kind of like Cassie. Like, or it was like, all, all like, I'm going to do good and I'm going to be 
you know, great and it's going to be awesome. And then he kind of sees what his role model has become. And there's, there, there's, you know, a lot more criticism within himself now. Like, I think he could still see Draconis as like, you know what? I know what he used to be. Right. And maybe I can, maybe I can get that back. But, you know, right now we'll just take things one step at a time. Okay. And with Kava, so Draconis is Kava's nephew. Mm-hmm. Yes. What would what, what was Ka- what would Kava's reaction to seeing Draconis again be? Well, I think her initial reaction uh, upon seeing him would be that she would want she would want to murder him. Um, <laughs> but yeah, she probably wouldn't think that the fight would be worth it. That he was a waste of space. Um, so she's just going to bide her time until the opportunity does seem worth it to her. Okay. Um, with Cassie, what would Cassie's overall impressions be of this, of this party? Of the party or of Draconis or? Well, everybody, like if there's something specific that jumps out at Cassie, go right ahead. But like the party in general, like you guys are just kind of getting started. It's only been a week. Like you're still kind of building that trust. This is your first actual, like, let's go out and do a thing. Yeah. Her, um, her assessment of the party is like. Wow, this is this crew's a little rougher than I thought it would be. Um, but at the same time, she's like, she she, she sees it as well. I kind of have to, you know, maybe I've lived a sheltered life prior to this, and I really have to figure out how, uh, you know, how the real world works, how things are are on the road. You know that that maybe you know maybe adventuring and probing into dungeons and stuff isn't everything that. Uh, you know, the stories and the bards made it out to be and, and you know, that uh, I'm sure I can rise up to the challenge. Okay. Um, what about Sonia? How would Sonia kind of react to all the recent changes over the, you know, <laughs> like went from being kind of pampered by the Dragonborn a bit uh, and, and then there's kind of being cast out and kind of starting over again and all that. Well, for two years she had it real good at the Rusty Nipple and then like then now they traveled, so I guess at this point she's used to the, like, oh, we gotta go somewhere else. But she actually kind of respects that Kava found Dory, because <laughs> he looks big and strong to her. Like, hey, yeah, good thing you brought them into the group. Oh, and you got us a healer. But why is this fuckface here, like, <laughs> like a... <laughs> Draconis, like... Wait, who's the fuckface? <laughs> Draconis. <laughs> That's when he wakes up. <laughs> she would not have said that out loud, but she's like, uh, Kava saved Sonya's life, so Sonya pretty much respects most decisions that Kava makes, <laughs> except when it comes to gambling and her poor ones. So... She uh, she's like okay I guess this is what we're doing now I, I'll follow Kava so because Kava's the boss ooh uh. oh god <laughs> um finally Draconis uh huh what okay what is going through Draconis's head besides drugs what's like, he dreaming about what <laughs> <laughs> is he doing the twitchy thing like dogs do when they're chasing stuff in their dreams? Oh, <laughs> uh, actually, he 
almost looks dead, completely lifeless. Oh, um, Jesus Christ. Blood is now pouring from his nose and well, not pouring, so, sorry, dripping from his nose onto the floor of the uh, the nipple. So. Would the party react to that in any way? Like, would they... Would they okay, how often does this happen that... Would, would people be concerned at this point? Or it's like, uh, he's doing the thing again. I think that's probably... For Draconis, <laughs> at this point in time, it's probably normal. Okay. Think, Even though they've only been together for eight days, it's probably like the eighth night that it's happened. Or day that it's happened. <laughs> Kava Even is gonna was, kick it was over a, big, a bowl. It was a big deal the first two, three days. Now we just expect it. <laughs> yeah. Draconis has introduced Ebola into Theria. <laughs> nice. Even in in spite of all uh, how many times this has happened, uh, when Cassie sees it, she kind of looks down and sighs and just kind of sits down beside Draconis's head and sort of rips a length of cloth and dabs at his nose to try to stop the blood. Aww. <laughs> the, oh, this is either going to end... I don't know what the future holds, but this is either going to end with Draconis getting clean and this being oh. very heartwarming. And and as she's like dabbing the blood, she kind of looks at the other party members and she says, baby steps. We can get him better. He'll figure this out. I'm just imagining Cassie with sparkles literally coming off of her. It's almost <laughs> the case. Almost <laughs> the case. You know that filter that, that has the butterflies around the forehead and then their eyes are all big and glittery? That's, that's Cassie. Yep. He oh, just wow. needs to see that this isn't the right way to live. Uh, and also, I want to just point out, as far as Draconis goes, he has no clue who the fuck Dorn is. He's going along with any, anything that dude says. <laughs> he has Jesus. no clue who this dude is. Yeah, sure, man. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Can I borrow 20? <laughs> um... Who, who would like to do me a favor and roll a flat d20 to see? I don't know. Tyler, Jake, did you ever get to do this on the show? Did we introduce that at that point? Uh, I don't think we did. Okay. What do you mean, just flat d20? Well, here's how it works. While you guys are traveling, who knows what plethora of, of either inconveniences or favors or fortunes or whatever that might befall the group. Here's how we do it, though. You roll a flat d20 and based on where you are, what's going on, the time of day. By the way, the sun is setting. That's why the table's changed a bit. Mm. I was wondering what was going on. Make sure yeah. that wasn't me. No, okay. it's not just you. I thought I was having a stroke. You're not yeah, having a stroke. I was like, what is <laughs> happening? I promise you are not having a stroke. Um, you roll. Someone's going to roll a flat d20, and that is going to judge the group's current luck. I will let you do that since I'm unconscious. Right Obviously, now. the lower the roll, the worse. You're looking for high mm. roll, but it's this is some like this is some knights of pen and paper stuff going on. C- kind of, yeah. They ended up doing that eventually. It's like, oh, that's oh god, five. Oh, I did it. Ugh. Oh, that was let's cast. slip the okay. dogs of war. <clears throat> okay. Mm. Look at the bright side now, guys. That's my fault. None of you have to take the blame for that die. <laughs> That's true. That is true. <laughs> yep. We're leaving her behind. No. <laughs> Good job, Sparkle Tits. And then there were four. <laughs> you guys are coming back, right? So you've been on the road for hours now from, from Esterholt. And <clears throat> it's getting to the point where um, you've been 
cramped up in this in this in this uh, in the nipple now for a while. And it's it's just kind of it's like it's kind of time to either stretch your legs, grab a snack, you know, kind of a picnic type thing. Like you guys got a few hours before it's really nighttime and you gotta stop. But it's if you've ever taken a long road trip, it's like okay, I need to stop at this gas station and and, and just pee. I just need to stretch my legs and just grab a candy bar or something. And um, you're you're doing that, and you're 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 almost halfway between Esterholt and Odessia. Now, um, I might have you guys roll. Um, I might have you guys roll some, you know, knowledge checks, things like that, in a bit. But actually, you know what? Give me a streetwise check, everybody in the in the in the party. Okay. Cha. Got him. Yeah. Ooh, look at that. Mm. Fourteen. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> oh no. Seven. I got no idea what's going on. <laughs> nope. <laughs> right. That is my lowest modifier. Why am I rolling the highest for all these skill checks? Like, <laughs> come on, guys. <laughs> um. So, Cassie, Doran, not not too hip with the word on the street. Um, Draconis is a little more plugged in, probably based on uh, buying drugs. Uh, it's probably the most realistic thing to happen right now, actually, <laughs> <laughs> character-wise. <laughs> um. So, Kava, Draconis, and, and Sonya... Though Draconis has passed out, so but would know that you probably don't want to get too close to the city of Odessia because uh, last anybody has heard, there is a massive black dragon that uh, soared clean over the mainland, like from uh, from the northeast, uh, and and made kind of a straight line toward toward Odessia and. The last anybody's heard has been camped out there. No one knows where it came from, why, really, but that's that it is it is huge. Um, and everyone's been pretty much avoiding the city. The city's been empty for the most part, anyway. The the it's the the, the last people to really make that their home were the warforged, and most of them are dead. So, yeah, it's been largely abandoned. Uh, on top of that, um, you you know that. Um, the area around where you are now, there are things like, uh, you know, uh, trolls, uh, hill giants, things like that, uh, that, 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 that are in the area. So keeping your eyes peeled would probably be a good idea. While you are, while you're taking a break, I would like everybody to do me a favor and roll a perception check. You know what Malchus and Cassie have in common? Terrible mm-hmm. perception checks. Oof. Oof. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Ooh, but high roll. Wow, really high roll. All right. I'm nice. doing great at everything else, and this is my highest check. Mm. Look at that nine. Look how good 15, that nine looks bad. right there. Sonya still beats me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Everybody else has two. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! No one took perception. Okay, this you're is going to be You're fun. the chosen one. Oh. Yeah, but is... I rolled a one. I know. <laughs> <this> is... <laughs> Um, while you guys are you're hanging out, I imagine you're you're just sort of like doing a thing where you stretch your back out and you're you know you're grabbing you're grabbing a little uh, you're grabbing some snack packs from 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 your your bags and things, um, and probably uh, grabbing some fresh water things like that. Cassie cracks open lunchable. Yeah, that's, I imagine the pizza kind. Uh, Cassie and Dorn are going to hear a noise. Um, and there's um there's a lot of thick brush 
uh, off the side of the road here, where where you guys are, there's kind of a kind of a wooded area, um, and you're almost to the point where you're going to have to veer off the road and start heading toward the mountains. It's uh, more the southern tip of Black Rock, but you guys got a few hours before you'd even get there. But right now, this uh, from the from the wooded tree line, you're going to hear uh, you're going to hear a rustling, and then you're going to we'll cut. As you say, any any other noises? Yeah, as, like, well, before, anything more clear yeah. than rustling. Um, but just just after the rustling, you're going to hear uh, kind of a kind of a snort, and then you're going to hear uh, like a squeal. And what it sounds like is um, like uh, boars, like wild boars uh, attacking. Um, and uh, I'd like you to do me a favor, and the two of you roll a nature check for me. Ooh. Um, Cassie would know that there are two types of boars, uh, specifically in the mainland. Uh, there are your regular garden variety boars, which farmers will keep, you know, that, that type of thing. Um, they, they're used to kind of chase off kobolds, things like that. If, uh, if they're a nuisance, it's better than a scarecrow. And then there are dire boars. Dire boars are not to be trifled with it's not uh, hunters go after them and stuff like that it's kind of mountain stuff on the, it's kind of a kind of a, it's like hey i tracked this down uh the thing is dire boars tend to hunt in packs and they're they're really hardy they can they can gore you in in a few seconds if they surround you specifically um, and they will attack without provocation um so kava owns the wagon right yes okay uh Cassie draws her sword and and uh, pulls her shield off her back, and she says, "Can this thing outrun a boar, like a really big, angry, spiky boar that wants to kill us all?" I don't know. Can it outrun a boar? Yeah, can it? <laughs> <laughs> I really tricked this thing up. So, well, carriages, on the whole, um, are not built for speed; they're built for comfort. And the thing is, is um, if as long as the thing doesn't notice you when you get on the road, it'll probably give up after a while if you really kick into the high gear. Um, the thing is, if it uh, if it notices you before then, and uh, it, 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 things could get uh, things could get a little more difficult. Mm. Question: mm. Uh, Is everybody outside of the uh, the nipple? Um, that's a good question. I would imagine just to stretch legs and stuff like that. You're not really far away from it or anything. I imagine it's in mm-hmm. within eyesight. Okay. Um, would your Kona still be passed out? Yes, <laughs> but he has all all of a sudden noticed that the nipple has stopped. Okay. And uh, he is going to begin to uh, wake up and shuffle around, look and see there's nobody inside the nipple. Mm-hmm. And he's going to begin to crawl outside of the nipple. Okay. And uh, at this point in time, Draconis wants to yell, uh, Oh, God. Where's the fucking bell? <laughs> I want to I wanna be clear. You said yell, correct? Yes. He wants to yell, Where's the fucking bell? Guys, these games are going to go so well. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get you guys a map. All right, let's do it. Let me just pull up my powers <laughs> now. Oh, yeah. so get the PDF up. <laughs> uh, I have something called Fade Away. I could go invisible. Awesome. 
<laughs> I can leave the party to die. Go <laughs> <stop>. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm sure it's not dire. I'm fine. I'm sure it's not dire. It's just the, re- it's just the regular kind. <laughs> Back, I also want to in, point in out my... that Draconis is not standing. He's still he's on his hands and knees, crawling out of the nipple. Also, point in my uh, in my college D and D group, anytime uh, we'd have an encounter with enemies and we'd complain about how hard the enemies were, Matt, our DM, would say, "Shut up, or it's dire." <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Draconis has to be upside down. There we go. <laughs> Perfect. Makes sense. Oh, he's going to be way back there. Not having to fight shit. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We're fighting, then all of a sudden fire comes out of nowhere. (laughs) Oh, good lord. Okay, so picture, if you will... You guys are you guys are sort of hanging out and uh, you're you're getting a drink of water. You hear a little rustle, and then just about the time you hear that rustling, uh, Draconis is going to come shouting. What would the reaction be to Draconis shouting? High roll. Uh, Cassie kind of flinches and just like looks at the carriage and goes, "Shh, it's going to hear you." Uh, Kava is going to l- literal eye roll and uh, put out her cigar and pull out her battle axe. Uh, Doran, Doran's gonna have that that look of of known like yeah like basically almost kind of like Kava where it's just like of course. Sonia's gonna facepalm. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, they're here! Oh shit! Uh, they're I'm basically these. Here's what's gonna happen. These things are basically the size of small bears. They might not be dire though. The- <laughs> <laughs> It is very clear. The second they start streaking towards you, and you're going to hear like this ungodly noise after after it's like, hey, it was a fucking bell. It's like, like, like you're going to hear them trampling brush and and kind of parting branches and things like that, make, just, just heading straight towards you. It's like, oh, fuck. Like, it's very clear. And the second they emerge, they um, picture what a boar looks like, but um, much larger, thicker hides, uh, kind of um, almost a scaly face. Uh, where the snout would be and stuff. Huge, huge tusks. And along the back of their spine is coated uh, the, the, like these uh, these smaller uh, ridges, like horns, all along the back of them. Uh, and they're going to charge right for the source of that noise. And to get to that, they're probably going to have to go right through you guys. So, everyone, do me a favor and roll initiative. I just want you to know this is not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. You know, shifting the blame is a common behavior among addicts. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys just would have found the bell ahead of time. No, this would ever happen. Oh boy, howdy. Okay. So Draconis is prone, starting this fight. Shit. Yeah, that is that is interesting. Uh Direborn number two. Direborn number two is going to run. For Cassie, and is going to use Gore, which makes sense, right? I mean, it does wow, that's a high roll. That is a high roll. That's sixteen <laughs> plus eleven. Um, huh? Immediate interrupt. Okay. Uh, an enemy, uh, shocking feedback. An enemy hits and deals damage. Okay, do the damage, and then I'll do something. Okay, okay. sorry. Uh, eighteen damage to Cassie. Yeah. Okay. 
hits and deals damage to one of your allies. Uh, you quickly fire an enchanted shot at the attacking enemy, uh, then cause the magic from the enchantment to leap to your ally as a protective ward. Ooh. Oh, yeah. yes, that'll totally hit. Uh, okay. 13 damage to the boar. And then the ally gains a resist 5 to all damage until the end of the until the end of my next turn. I, there is no zombie, so I can't add it to her. Okay. <laughs> we'll just have to remember. Resist 5. Uh, Sonya, your turn. She's going to back the fuck up because she is not a, a tank. <laughs> 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Okay. And then Sonya's already attacking that one. She's going to throw barbed wires at it and wrap it around the uh, the boar. Let's see if it hits. That will miss. miss. <laughs> Wait, what's that targeting? Fortitude. Oh, yeah. That mm. is. Okay, whatever. She tries. <laughs> and that's it. Okay, Kaba. I don't want to go for this one because then I'm going to be surrounded, but it's fine. I'm doing it anyway. Bam. Okay. Whoa. Yeah, I'm not playing around, yo. Right down the center, right down Main Street, everybody. I'm right down Main Street. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, and let's just let's just pump it up, and I'll do a knee breaker. I believe that's so, a family. On diet is a dire boar number one. Alrighty. Uh, fingers for a high roll, everybody. Uh, That's a hit! Uh, yay! <laughs> I was like, aww. <laughs> okay, so the target is slowed, save ends. Mm-hmm. Let me just do a little... 25 damage will bloody the boar. Yeah, nice. here you go. You can be slowed by me. Anything else? Uh, if you are wielding an axe, a hammer, or a mace, the attack deals extra damage equal to your constitution modifier, which is three. So it's just three extra damage. All right, let's add three extra damage to that boar. You never know that could that could that could come in handy later. Yeah, we're gonna eat well tonight, guys. Bacon for all. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, you're welcome. <laughs> oh, God, I can't wait till this is over. Um. Let's see. Dire Boar, number one, the one that Kava just struck, is going to... Hmm. You know what? It's just going to try and gore. It's just going to try and gore, Kava. Let's just... Let's just... It is slowed, but it's not moving, so it's okay. Let's just try and do... Oh, crit miss! <laughs> it manages to gore itself. If... <laughs> uh, dire Boar, number one, will save, though, so it's no longer... It's no longer slowed... And Doran, your turn. Um, uh, you know what? I'm going to try something different than what I probably should be doing, but uh, I'm going to back up a few spaces here. Back up. I'm just counting. Uh, I'll back up to about where right next to Sonya. And I don't really have a lot of range things other than ranged That's basic. My buddy. That's my buddy. So... so <laughs> Most of my stuff has me actually up front, so uh, for right now, I'm going to do just a range basic attack on... Uh, I don't know which boar that is. The one that uh, Kava's fighting. Dire boar, too. So, alright. And, assuming the worst. Wow. 
Oh, you got to target the thing. That oh. will hit. Okay. You just used your one arrow. How could you do that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was just going to say, right, as of right now, my, my main focus is to make sure that Draconis isn't going to start running away. Oh, it's not to... Okay. I, I yeah, yeah, no. I'm not just doing ranged for the, for the hell of it. I'm okay. making sure that Draconis gets into this. Okay. I thought it was to protect. I, no. Also, just, I am so used to you saying melee basic attack. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anything else? Uh, no, I think that'll do it. Other than, how do I not select him now? <clears throat> oh, oh, there we go. Control. Yep. Uh, Direborn number three is going to charge at Kava. Oh. And use Gore. Oof. That'll hit. And that'll do 12 damage. And, uh, let's see, because he, whenever he hits and deals damage, does... Okay, that's Furious Charge. Uh, whenever the Dire Boar charges and hits, it deals five extra damage and pushes the target two squares and knocks it prone. So Kava's going to go back two squares and go prone, and that's five extra damage to Kava. So, in total, 17 damage. Hey, we're both laying down. (laughs) Nap time. Yep. And that will bring up Cassie. Uh, Cassie says, focus on one at a time. Each one we drop makes it easier. Uh, And she will shift diagonally to there. She will target her current board. And she's going to use powers doop, doop, doop. Well, none of my encounters, because those those require allies. Um, I bet... Boars have low will. So we're going to go ahead and daily this thing. Uh, Cass is going to use Exemplar of Action. Uh, strength versus will. Uh, and she is going to swing it. Oh, She's going to yeah, roll a 30 against his will. Uh, so this does one weapon plus strength damage as she uh, brings her longsword about and hits for a measly 7, but damage isn't my job. Um... I'm the healer. So, um, uh, seven damage, uh, and the target is weakened and grants combat advantage. A saving throw ends both. Until the target is no longer affected by this state, me and my allies gain five extra damage for every hit against the target. Wow. Okay. And weakened is he delivers half damage on hits, right? Yes. Okay. Weakened and grants combat advantage, and he has basically, like, he takes an extra five damage from every hit. Until he saves against that effect. Uh, nobody on the team is bloodied? No. Don't believe You're it. You're the closest. Yeah. Uh, I will hold my ground then. Uh, that's my turn. Draconis! Uh, oh. <laughs> Alright. Uh, I want Draconis to... He's laying, on, he's laying face down in the dirt, on the grass. And he looks up and sees what's going on. And he has the most confused... Like, what the fuck is going on? Look on his face as he begins to stand up. And that is going to be my actions to stand up. <laughs> okay. Okay. And uh, that's the end of my turn. <laughs> you still have a standard and a minor. <laughs> you do. <laughs> up to you. Uh, that will be the end of Draconis. Oh my stand, god. Stand oh my god. <laughs> and. and confused, very confused look on his face. Oh, I can't Ivory's... wait till this battle is over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As a 
person. I respect your roleplay decision. And Sonia, I'm sorry for what's going to happen to you. <laughs> Dire Boar 2! <laughs> Oh, man, this is amazing. So, Direboard 2 is going to try and gore Cassie again. Uh, 24. And going to do damage, but weakened, so half damage, so 9. Minus 5. Minus 5. So, wow. So that did almost nothing to Cassie. Uh, boop, boop. Return those hit points. You're good. And Sonia, your turn. Okay. First, she's going to yell to Cassie, You idiot, get out of its face. And then she's going to throw a potion at you that explodes near your feet and you feel better. Um, <laughs> you take your healing surge value plus two. And when, you, and when you heal her, she shouts back to you, If it's going to get to you, it's got to go through me. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Very confused look on my face. Very <laughs> this is how Cassie dies. Oh my God. So the Draconis may live. Oh my gosh. Wouldn't that be the worst if Cassie dies and Draconis live? Oh my god. This is why Theria is in the damn state it's in. Oh my god. Okay, no well justice. Now, well, now I'm going to try and attack. We'll see how this goes. Okay. Well, that'll hit. Yeah. 10 damage to boar number two. And Cassie will get something, because she's next to... No! Doran will get plus one power bonus to attack rolls and plus two to damage rolls. Because mm. he's next to me. Ooh. Let's see if I can do this right. Okay. Sweet. Uh, did Cassie get that healing surge? Oh, do I have to apply it? or uh, I can do it. Uh, hold on one second. I don't have a zombie for it. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, so healing surge plus something? Plus two. Plus two. All right. So, nice. All right. Nice. Okay. Kava. Okay. So Kava is going to stand up, but it's obviously a little hard for her to uh, to get up off the ground. She's kind of doing that thing where you have to rock yourself forward a few times before you can actually get up. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah, I know, right? Um, but she's going to stand and let's see. That was her move, so it's not like she can... She's gonna have to do Dragon Breath. Because <laughs> she can't get any closer. You feel my pain. Right? <laughs> oh, man, she can she can catch one and two in that, I think. Yep. Mm-hmm. So nice. let's see if I can do this correctly. I... You don't have to draw have anything, yet... just target them. Okay, I was gonna say, I have yet to use Dragon Breath. So 20 and 12. 20 versus... This is AC? It is Reflex. Reflex. Duh, I just read that. Uh, reflex. That will hit number one. Wait, you mean number two? Wait. Two. Oh, two! Oh, okay. Sorry, okay. I thought you were in number three. <laughs> so that will hit number two. Okay. So let me just go back to my powers. Yeah! <laughs> So this is obviously fire damage, and and yeah, I'm gonna mm-hmm. go over that just to just to make sure you get the max out of that. But um, yeah, you are gonna burn these two boards or the one board too. Yeah, you missed one. Uh, is there anything else? Um, I have a I have a dire boar one. 
Yeah, Dibor One will get real close to Kava and take another swing at Kava. Uh, just try and gore. That'll miss. Doran, your turn. <laughs> I'm I'm going to uh, walk backwards a few steps, uh, get up right next to Draconis, grab him by the scruff of his neck, and if he's wearing pants, the belt of his pants, and I would like to throw him. All right. As as I say, fix it. <laughs> this, okay, this is actually fun because okay, Whoa. obviously uh, <laughs> into the little gnome. <laughs> like, <laughs> here's what we'll do. Here's what we'll do. <laughs> this has never been done before. I'm actually so this is going to be an athletics check, and what we're going to do is, um, for for every for every five you get, that's a space you're going to throw him. Mm. Uh, so this might not be incredibly far unless you roll a crit, and that'll be hilarious. But <laughs> here's what we're gonna do. This will be your turn, basically. So do me a favor, roll an athletics check. Uh, that's that's three spaces right there. So Draconis is going to go one, two, three, right behind Sonia. <laughs> Threw him fifteen feet. Yeah, <laughs> that is nothing to scoff at. Is that is that? Is there a minor you'd like to do? What <laughs> <Or> action point? Does that count as an attack? No, I don't. That, that wasn't him attacking you. That's more. Okay. Can uh, I pop an action point to do it again? I okay. Well, that's the problem. You'd have to move to get there, and then yeah. Um, man, I don't know if I'm close enough to at least try another ranged attack. Am I prone uh, again? Yes. I would say yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say you probably land on your chest or something. Um, let's see what your ranged attack says. It's probably 10 to 20, so yeah, you'd probably you could probably do it. Let's see. Ranged. I don't see anything specific is what I'm noticing. Oops. I would say yeah. I could probably go after uh, Direbore 2. Yeah. Alright. I will do just that then. Uh, then range to basic. Holy Prince. shit! Nice! So, hold the shift button and hit that blood drop. You get plus two damage. Yep. Wow! <laughs> it is dying, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. This is a brand new day for me and ranged basic attack. <laughs> <laughs> so you are going to you're gonna you're gonna fire a bolt clean at this thing's head and just thunk and it's gonna keel over. Nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> boar number three is going to decide that the tiny gnome by itself is a way better target than the one with the battle axe. I'm not by myself. I'm next to a big dragonborn laying on the ground. You're in front of the big (laughs) dragonborn laying on the ground. (laughs) So it's going to one, two, three... Let me see. What's its speed? Yeah. Does it get an opportunity attack from Kava? Yes. So it is going to get to here. Kava, do me a favor. Uh, roll a melee basic attack against the uh, against the okay. number two. Bam! Woo. That'll definitely hit. Yeah. You might drop it before it gets it. That'd be hilarious. 
Oh my gosh, that would be so funny. Uh, yeah, do me a favor and uh, roll roll damage. What? Tw- Jesus, twenty one damage. It doesn't creep me out. Okay. <laughs> um, he is going to target Sonia. Oh god. And try to gore it. Oh yeah, that'll hit. <laughs> do you have anything to stop that? Not until I take damage. <laughs> Seventeen damage. And then I turn invisible. Okay. Uh, it's also going to knock you back two spaces and do an extra five damage because oh. it was a charge. So I just roll over Draconis. Yeah, I just kind of roll. <laughs> <laughs> and then I disappear as I'm rolling away. Cassie, your turn. Okay. Um, I have a Kaba next to me now. That's when I'm at my best. Um, so... I'm gonna pull up hammer and anvil here. Uh, okay, let's do that one. So I'm gonna shift this away, one square. Uh, and I'm gonna use hammer and anvil. Strength versus reflex. Boom! That is a crit, crit sir! Yes! Crits! That, that'll kill the boar. Sweet! Uh, Cassie, uh, Cassie swings at its face and hits it real good, and she's like, Kava, its flank is open! Get it! But then it collapses, and she's like, oh, never mind! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so it is a shame you would have gotten to hit it for free with a bonus to damage, but that doesn't happen. Um, she already moved, so she can't, uh, she can't do shenanigans. Um, but these boars are going pretty well, and Kava, um, how many hit points down are you? Uh, 17. Uh. Sonya's okay. 23. Uh, I will use my minor action to use Inspiring Word on you, because you're going to end up in the business very quickly, because you're melee. I'm um, about the business, man. Yes. <laughs> yes. And you probably uh, so she- wouldn't see me, so... Oh, right. Invisible. Yeah, invisibility. So uh, my inspiring word uh, heals uh, a healing surge plus a d6. Uh, should I just throw that d6 on my own, Jason? Sure. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> Recover a healing surge plus one. Plus one. <laughs> it happens. And uh, Cassie's inspiring words are, the last one's all yours, Kava. Give me a K. Oh, my Give God. Cassie, Cassie sounds like diva. <laughs> A little bit. Tiny bit. <laughs> GG. Oh, God. Okay. Guys, <laughs> this could not be more perfect. Um, That'll bring up Draconis, who is sitting in front of boar number three. A slavering monster of a creature. Yes. And then the boar. Um, <laughs> Draconis. <laughs> I see how that works. Dum, dum, Draconis! Alright. Uh, I want Draconis to um, pull out his Rod of Wonder. Oh, God. And <laughs> place it, And I want him to place it into the ground to use it to try to stand up, but fall back down and pass my turn. A fucking God. Oh, Jesus. So I am still prone... Draconis is still prone, laying in front of Dire Boar number three. I love how he uses the Rod of Wonder as a crutch. <laughs> like, it's not at all how it's supposed to be used. Cool. That was a close I want, one. <laughs> I want to know, Jake, 
Yeah. Can you feel thousands of listeners screaming at you right now? <laughs> I want to know, because they are. <laughs> They're cheering for I feel them cheering for me, not, <laughs> not yelling at me, cheering. Okay. <laughs> you can feel the love coming listeners, through. Listeners, this, this is a little thing that we call breaking the social contract in Dungeons & Dragons, where you don't give it the best for your party. He's doing... No, you know what it is, though? He's really... He's really playing his character. Like, too much. Like, I, really, really much. Like, I, everyone... Like, wait, like way too much. Like well, look, okay, far in excess of standards. This is that um, getting to know a character again, and then you go, "Oh wow, you've really fallen on the hard times," and really showing us. <laughs> well, he get yeah, he uh, he's you know what? This is the hero's journey, and he is starting from rock bottom. So. <laughs> hey, I'm a, I'm, a I'm a knight. I'm a knight. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you say when you buy the blood root? Is that what you tell the shopkeepers? That's exactly what I... That's what you just gotta get a deal. I used to be somebody. (laughs) Sure you are, Rummy. (laughs) Everyone's everyone's angry. Jake's just at his desk with jazz hands going, Role play! (laughs) Sonia, back around to you. I do not believe in the person in front of me. (laughs) What? Bagging it up. (laughs) And then I guess I'll attack. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'll do something. <laughs> no, it won't. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then I become visible because I attacked. Okay. Kava. Okay. Um. All right. Let's do this. Kava mm-hmm. is going to walk on up. Moving on up. And she is going to do Crushing Blow. Uh, <clears throat> that will hit. Mm. Sweet. Holy shit! 25 damage. That will bloody the boar. Yay! Wow. It also takes three extra because of my um, constitution modifier because of uh... using an axe. Okay, this boar... This boar is going to look really, really bad. Like, on its last legs, bad. Like, rocking back and forth, bad. And, uh, I also have a... I don't... It says enemies that can see you. Well, the boar can definitely see you. Alright. I wasn't sure if maybe he was in so much pain that he didn't <laughs> witness. Anyway. Um, I bloody an enemy adjacent to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, enemies that can see you take a negative two penalty to attack rolls against you. Does oh, Draconis sort of an... count as your enemy right now? Does, be honest. Does Draconis count as your enemy? Right <laughs> <now>? <laughs> of course not. Draconis is always <laughs> Kava's enemy a little bit. <laughs> uh, so that's just kind of a like, you want to fuck with me, everyone? And they kind of like, yeah. Okay. Right. Doran. All right, if we could figure this out, this would be amazing. So right. I'm gonna I'm gonna go right up to Draconis again. I'm just gonna look at him and say, "Be useful." <laughs> Grab him again and throw him at the boar. Here's what I'm gonna ask you to do. I want you to roll an athletics check, and dep- if, okay, as long as you get, as long as you get a ten or higher, he's going airborne towards that boar. <laughs> Anything <laughs> beyond that, we're doing. Um, if it's like a 15 or higher, we're doing a D6 damage. And then if it's higher than that, we'll just like you are throwing him as a projectile, like as a big 
And Draconis is is I mean for Dragonborn he's kind of, Dragonborn he's kind of spindly, but like for anybody else on the planet he's a big hulking monster. So like he will do some damage. He has weight behind him. Do me a favor, All roll right. an athletics check. He also gets plus one from my thing and plus two to damage. All right, so that, that it isn't going to do. So what it's going to do is, oh Jesus Christ, you are throwing him as a <laughs> blunt. Just, just. I mean, it's like trying to hit someone by throwing a bag of potatoes at them. Right. Yep. So yep. that is enough to get Draconis airborne, and he is going to. So, so I would imagine the boar is going to whip around sort of at uh, at Kava as it's being attacked, and Draconis is going to hit the broad side of this boar and just sort of cave in the side of it as it rolls in, doing three total damage and killing the boar. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That's an achievement right there. Got it. Boom, got it. Draconis is totally going to take credit for that kill. That oh, boar is <laughs> So Draconis would... Next thing Draconis knows, he's going to be lying on top of the boar next to Kava. <laughs> the boar dead. That is the last that will take you out of combat. Can Kava just punch him out? <laughs> <laughs> she wants to make him unconscious again, and then just throw him in the wagon and keep going. Uh, the problem... Okay, here's the thing. I don't know how unstable Draconis is... Um, consciousness is, but he took no damage during that fight. Yep. So you would have to lay into him a mm. bit. I dealt three right. damage. I dealt three well, he's also pretty high, though. He is! That's true. I... Here's what we... <laughs> Punch him in the head. Whoa. And as long <laughs> yeah. as Draconis wouldn't fight back, we'll kind of have him do an endurance check or something. To okay. see if he remains conscious. Does she have to roll something? Or oh, yes. Saying, well, okay. okay. Are you fight? Is, would this be a thing where Draconis would defend himself? Um, it counts as an attack, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it depends what a roll is to see if I do anything. This would be like a basic melee versus like Draconis's AC. Uh, I mean, sure. Okay. <laughs> Kava, do me a favor. Melee basic? Melee basic. Here we go. Aww. That'll hit! Alright, what is... what? Hold on, what's my... Where's my AC at? AC is 17. Me. Yes. Oh, it so that, hits. like, just hits, right? It just hits, mm -hmm. yes. Alright, I am going to uh, pop shield, which is immediate interrupt. You're hit by an attack. You gain plus four bonus to AC... And reflex until the end of your next turn. I don't, this is when Draconis starts fighting back. Does this count as a turn? I don't know. <laughs> I get yes, I guess. All right. Well, I am gonna pop. I am gonna pop my shield to block the uh, punch to the head. Okay. Before we take this any further, what would the rest of the party's reaction be? They would be saying, "Punch him in the face." I'm obviously. <laughs> It's Cassie's turn to face Palm. She's just like, she's deeply ashamed of the company she keeps now. <laughs> Already? <laughs> it's been several days. Yeah, it's that's true. That's true. What would Doran's thoughts be here? I think Doran would be staring daggers into Draconis, and I'm 
partly thinking. I'm partly thinking about going over there and punching him myself. Now I didn't attack. I just popped the shield up to block the attack. Yes. Yeah. I did not attack back. I think this is more out of frustration with the Mm part. Like in a situation like that, uh, specifically in in Theria, in a situation like that, if you don't work together, you could die. And while you weren't working against the party, I was not. You weren't. Not once. You weren't helping either. Until the very end, when your body was literally used as a dart. I landed the final blow. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Alright. Has that happened in... in I can't recall a time. Beat a motherfucker with another motherfucker? I, I cannot recall a time. <laughs> I, I know people have been thrown. Not... As a weapon, and definitely, I think not there to might have been someone. that one time that Ironhide threw Malchus into the crowd. Yes, that was but not to time. hit anybody. I don't think no. that was a good moment. Just to be an ass. Just to... <laughs> I, I uh, as I pop my shield, I want to, uh, I want to uh, yell again. This is another yell. Uh, good. I want to yell. Um, Whoa! What the fuck's your problem? Torn's just uh, gonna stare at Draconis in disgust. Um. I... <laughs> I kind of want Sonya because the last time he yelled, creatures appeared. She's gonna do a ghost sound, like the ex- the exact same thing he said, but ten yards like north of us. So like, if anything comes running, <laughs> right? That would be cool if I started another fight. So, <laughs> <laughs> so he yells, and you basically echo the yell away from like it's like it's over there, not over here. Not yeah, because yeah. the first time she wasn't expecting him to yell, but now she's like, okay. Let's, I'm I'm used to this. Clearly, you have no self-preservation skills. Yeah, so okay. like 50 yards north of us, it's the exact same yell. Got it. Okay. Um, as soon as Kava's axe hits this shield, she is just going to burst out, "Fucking useless piece of shit!" and uh, walk away back to the wagon, muttering to herself. Uh, can I stand up at this point? I'm yes. allowed to stand up. Yes, right? you absolutely can. <laughs> I want to uh, slowly stand again, pulling out the uh, rod of wonder and help myself stand back up to my feet slowly <laughs> and look over to uh, just kind of glance over to Doran and kind of like eye over to her, like she's talking to you, buddy, not me. <laughs> <laughs> can we roll something to see if we know it's the rod of wonder that he's using as a walking stick? I I wouldn't okay, do me a favor, roll an Arcana or history. I would imagine this has come up. What's the role to shove the rod of wonder up Draconis's ass? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see if I'm like he's oh, like <laughs> twenty. Anybody else? Oh uh what's it Arcana 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 or history. Yeah, tell me all about it, Jason. Am I the only one that knows anything, like, ever? I don't, I literally have plus twos for every, almost every skill. Okay, I I would say this. You're old, it's okay. Yeah, exactly, my (laughs) eyesight's going. I would say this. I don't think, I don't think Sonya would know what it was, because I don't believe that would... Would Draconis have used the Rod of Wonder in the presence of the party yet? No, I have not. No. Okay. Hey, wait. So you're wait. So you're telling me nobody knows I have it? I no. They know you have a rod as your implement, but that's but not. They don't know what it is. Yeah, that's completely common in the world of Theria. It's just it's just is. So 
until you guys get into combat and see what this is do, I, I don't think that it would stand out necessarily because it, while it's decorative, it's not like, oh wow, that's the thing. It's more of a bullshit trickster's weapon. It's not. I like this. <laughs> I can it, only imagine the emails as people are like, he's using the fucking Rod of Wonder as a walking stick. Oh, dude. <laughs> I, people want to hear a roll and they're not getting it. And it's just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Um, Cassie kind of walks up to Doran and just kind of like stares at Draconis uh, off to the side and is like, he's like way further gone than we thought. Like, liability further gone. Right? Do I hear this? <laughs> would this... Okay, would this be something Cassie is just trying to make this, like, uh, kind of quiet? Like, we need to be concerned? Or is it, no, we it's, should talk about this? It, it is a quiet aside to Doran. Okay. Draconis just yells, don't tell me how to live my life! <laughs> um... Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Doran just kind of looks at him and goes, uh, also kind of quietly to her, and just kind of goes, you know, I know he has something remarkable in him. I don't know what he's doing right now, but I don't think he's too far gone yet. Uh, she kind of brightens up at that. She says, you you really think we can turn him around? I I used to know how Draconis used to be. This isn't who he is. He's capable of so much more. Whether or not we can turn him around remains to be seen, but I'm it, only time can tell. Well, let's hope for the best. Oh, and um good throw, but um maybe we need to help him earn some trust again and not use him to beat a wild animal. Duly noted. But good throw. Real good throw. <laughs> Alright, uh at this point I wanna grab the uh the tusk of the uh dire boar and I wanna say uh not really shouting, but just loud enough so everybody can hear me say, I don't know about you guys, but this one's mine, you can have the other two. And start to try to drag it away slowly. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Do me a favor, give me, give me a raw strength check. Strength check. Ooh, this is going to be good. Let's see how far you'd get. Like, let's see if just... Strength. Oh, oh, this is going to be a good one. This is a good one. <clears throat> That's 13. Thir- wait, that's just stealth. Sorry, one more down. Wait. Okay, on your main thing, that. like, you have a plus two, like, uh, on your on your main, like, strength test two sticks. I, I just want a raw strength check, so just hit that strength button, the plus two. I'm looking forward. There it is. Okay, there it is. Here we go. Five. Okay. <laughs> That's a five. Working as intended. Yep. Can so I do Dakota's... the stealth one? <laughs> Use this stealth. It's like, shh, boar, we're going to go this way. <laughs> so, it, so. Draconis announces to the party, I don't know about you guys, but I got this one. And just, just, nothing happens. This boar is just just kind of like pulling at, I'm guessing you're pulling it by the the tusks? Yes. Yeah. So yep. just like you're moving the head around, like you're hearing the gums flap, like no, 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 no. just <laughs> nothing's happening with the rest of the body. Just, just, just pulling. Draconis, Draconis. It, it. I mean, we only have a wagon, it, a, a carriage. It, it might be a little impractical to bring that with us. Can I? Uh, can I just say we gotta eat? <laughs> we gotta eat. 
Kava, can, do we uh, help? <laughs> is is okay? Is the map here like canon? Like there are trees and everything here? Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Doran would like to walk up to Draconis right next to him and uh, say, "Cassie, I'm sorry." And I, I I would like to roll to throw Draconis into the tree. What? <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, and Cassie's gone. <laughs> I have yeah, Cassie's Cassie's I'm moved over with the rest of the party. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. I am in the in, in the cabinet. Did you say I'm in the cabinet? Yep. Nipple. <laughs> Okay. Let okay. So, what just happened? <laughs> Doran I... is going to pick up Draconis again and whip him into the nearest tree, which is going to make a terrible thumping noise. Where am I still holding on to the boar tusk? I. <laughs> I... I would say no. I would say you'd lose your grip based on that strength check. Okay. Draconis isn't mighty. That's true. That is a true statement. I agree I with that. I want to do something with this, too. Okay. He threw him, like, two away, right? And yeah. that water's cannon, too? Oh, my oh. God. What is happening? <laughs> yes! <laughs> he just bounces off the tree and into the into the, into the pond. Well, I have oh. something. Uh, Sonya sees this happening. She sees him go to pick him up, and then she prepares, like, this little piece of cloth that has a rock in it, and then she throws it where Draconis lands, and it turns into a springboard, which then launches him into the water. Two squares away. Artificers! Yeah, arcane springboard. Uh, it You are an ally who enters the square. It becomes a springboard, and it pushes them two squares away. And I'm facing it towards the water. Wow. So he <laughs> splashes into the water. <laughs> So Draconis is going to take five damage as a result of being tossed, and then hit <laughs> hit this thing, and then just sort of ragdoll in the air for a moment, <laughs> and fall into the water. Can I try to stealthily throw the arcane springboard? Um, give me roll roll a stealth check. I don't know how much Draconis would be picking up of anything. Honestly, he could be watching you do it, and I don't know if he'd realize. But <laughs> let's just have you roll a stealth check, just just for giggles. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Very obvious. Very obvious. I'm doing you the sh- thing! <laughs> so he shouts, Arcane Springboard! Yeah. <laughs> it looks like you can lose, use a little water! And then I throw it. <laughs> Need a lift? Can I ask a subtlety of a Kamehameha wave? Yeah. <laughs> can I ask a very important question of you, Draconis? Uh, yes, you can. Can, can Draconis swim? <laughs> uh, normally, yes. Yes, he can. Okay. At this he said point, normally. At this point in time, uh, he's still kind of out of it. Uh, he would have a hard time if it's deep. If it's shallow, obviously, he should be okay, but he yes. would have a hard time if it's deep. I, I would say it's, it's, it's not crazy deep like not super deep it's it's probably like at its deepest like 10 feet something like that but that is enough for you to go under if 
Oh, I don't want to kill him. <laughs> you just <laughs> killed me with your springboard. This is this he starts sad. using the he starts using the rod of wonder to paddle his way back to <laughs> shore. Do me a I favor. I finished off the dial dire boars, and this is what I get. <laughs> Jesus, do me a favor. Roll an athletics check, Jake. Okay. Make sure I hit the right one this time. Abilities, nope. Skills, yep. There it is. Acrobatics. You said right. No. Athletics. Athletics. That's what you said. Here it comes. Oh, you're fine. 21. Oh, yeah. I'm good. You're fine. So Draconis would be able to paddle back to shore. You're fine. Maybe that sobered him up a little. I don't know. (laughs) Not counting on it. (laughs) (laughs) I want to, like, uh, I don't want to be standing. I want to, like, swim and never, like, not be standing, but still, like, prone, crawling, and, like, out of the water. Okay. Like, okay. Like, okay. He's just lying on the shore. At this um, point. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm curious. The last few few minutes have went thusly. Yep. Stop, stop to stretch, get a bite to eat, a drink. Draconis wakes up, shouts at the rest of the party. Boars attack. Uh, boars, are, boars are killed systematically, slowly, uh, with almost no assistance from Draconis, except for his body being used as a blunt instrument to murder the final boar which was already on its last legs. Kava tries to injure Draconis and knock him out. Draconis then pops a shield. Draconis is then thrown into a tree and then into a a pond. What would the party like to do? Kava is literally suckling at her flask right now. (laughs) If anybody wants to come give me a hand, I mean, that's cool. (laughs) Cassie will uh, walk over and um, have a seat next to Draconis and say, you know, you made a lot of people frustrated today. I want to look right at, right into her eyes as serious as possible. You have any fucking grapes? <laughs> <sighs> Just, do you need a hand? Do you need to get up? I mean, and yeah. She'll, I mean, she'll stand and offer him a hand. Okay. And I, I'll, I'll, I'll reach for it. Okay. And I want to ask her, uh, did we get the bell? <laughs> no, Draconis. We're still working on it. <laughs> Does... Okay. Grapes seem to be a thing that he craves all the time. Does he have any in the carriage? Uh, not that you know about. Okay. <laughs> secret, grapes. Secret, dash secret, secret grapes! Secret grapes! I would have grabbed them and given them to you. That's what I was going to do. I was going to, like, throw them at your face and be like, here you go. Throw them in the pond. No. Uh, Cassie kind of throws Draconis' arm over her shoulder and kind of, like, hefts, sort of hefts him back toward the carriage if he he lets her. Yeah, sure. Okay, so she helps him over. She's like, come on, guys. I know it's cathartic to push him around, but... This really isn't helping us. And as we're like getting closer, I just wanted uh, another thing of blood just begins to uh, drip down the uh, the right nostril of Draconis. Oh, super gross! <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I think that's a good time for us to stop for for today. We've only just begun. I know. I I know. Like, uh. I'm. Can I say this went better? This far exceeded any expectations I had. 
Nice. Instantly, this does feel like a group. It's not a good group, <laughs> but it does feel like a group. When is the it's next good. milestone? Um, I I have to look it up. We kind of fell back below, but like I think when people hear this and we kind of play it up, it's like no, no, this is what we're doing. I honestly think this is better than us doing the OG group one. I think this worked better. It's good. It's a fun group. Mm-hmm. It yeah. really is. There there are. If if it wasn't clear before this, there are literally no expectations. I like yeah. being the sole nurturer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I can't wait for people to hear this. This will be really fun. This will hopefully get out there before Dragon Con. I'm not sure. It might be as we're at Dragon Con. I don't know. Um, oh, the Dragon Con special. Maybe. Uh I, I don't know. We're going to ask people uh, tomorrow, basically. It's like, hey, do you want to record something while we're there? Because, like, we'll be there. But there will be other people in the house, too. So, like, I don't know if that would be intrusive or rude. I don't know. No, do it. You know My boyfriend so? lives with me, and he's used to it. Okay. <laughs> you need to have, like, a mailbag, like, because we don't usually get to get the cast together like that and stuff. And we're recording panels and stuff, but not exactly sure how the sound quality will be. Because <clears throat> there will be a lot of people and stuff there. So... Um, guys, this was fucking awesome. Like, seriously, I am. Yeah. I am a lot of fun. Yeah. Did you guys have fun? Okay. Question. Yes. Um, is this Patreon listeners only? No. Oh, okay. It's, it's everyone. Okay. No, I was going to say, is, yeah. Okay, stuff cool. that's unlocked for Patreon usually just goes up in the main feed. This is, uh, this is something special. And we were like, it's kind of tough for us to start a new group and all that. But like, this isn't something we're going to be doing every week. There's no pressure to schedule this. So it'll be like, whenever we hit a milestone, uh, whenever we hit the milestones for this on, on Patreon, we'll try and sit down and do one and we'll continue the story each time we do it. Okay. Yeah, cool. Or, or if something special happens or something like that, we'll try and, we'll try and do it when people have time. So, yeah. God, well, so guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. pause this. I'm gonna have it. I'm gonna have it set aside, and yeah, whenever we whenever we get to the next one, yeah, as long as you guys had fun, awesome, mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of fun, yeah. All right, guys, thank you so much. <laughs> I really appreciate this. Yeah, this guys, awesome. Jake, can oh, I no. say you're a tremendous sport? Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, I've been I've been I've been waiting to do this for a while. I uh, had fun, a lot of fun good stuff, guys. Oh. <laughs> it was real good. On the 15th of Thorum, in the office of Mayor Jadzia Grace in the city of Esterholt, Jadzia has a guest in Seraph. Um, we were sent for days and days and days ago to sort of hopefully barter some sort of truce or an agreement. I would imagine after he sets foot in the office, Phallus would close the door. And then very quickly, not run, but kind of like take a couple of large steps and stand next to Jadzia. Just in case. What would Jadzia's first action be? Um, Jadzia is standing next to the table, one hand kind of propped on it. And um, bow her head to Seraph respectfully, not a full bow, but like just a nod. So not to take your eyes off of him. Yeah, pretty much. Uh-huh. But hopefully not in a very obvious way. But I mean, <clears throat> question. Mm-hmm. Is the stain still there? From the I... last time Seraph may or may not have been around a mayor. <clears throat> See, here's the thing. I, I picture hardwood floors. Mm. I picture that's a tough stain to get out. I, I imagine they were scrubbed. Right. But 
Do you know yeah. how many stains we are going to have to apply? Right. Seraph. Like, that's <laughs> what she's upset about. <laughs> First, it was all of my doors because of your fucking daughter, and now this <laughs> shit. Can I have one nice place, please? <laughs> um, but no, she's going to just nod to him respectfully and say, Seraph, thank you for coming. And he would give uh, this very exaggerated, like, putting on a show kind of bow. <laughs> Mayor Grace, thank you so much for seeing me. She'll gesture to the chair on the other side of the table, which I imagine is just, like, kind of a decent-sized table mm-hmm. with, like, two heads. And I don't even think Phallus is planning on sitting down. So oh, God, I'm, no. I'd bother. Yeah. <laughs> so they'll both sit at each head of the table, and I imagine, like... Four to five feet long, like somewhere in there, yeah. Almost very carefully chosen for you can't reach me without taking a few steps, right? And she'll gesture the chair on the other side. Please take a seat. Of course. You know, and he's going to look over at Valis. I don't think we need a chaperone for this, do we? I assumed you were going to make Valus growl, to be honest. Uh, well, oh no, he'll just, he'll stiffen up, like, right away. Like, fuck you. Like, that's not a thing in his head. Um, without missing a beat, and as she's sitting down, Jadzio saying, Valus is not a chaperone. He's my husband, and captain, and also a trusted advisor. And then she'll just cross her hands on the table, like, no. <laughs> light, just, fuck you. <laughs> Sarah's going to smile. Of course. So, you wanted to speak with me face to face. Would you like to begin, or me? Why don't you go first? Very well. As I'm sure you're aware, there's a fairly large group of drow currently staying in Fairbay. I have heard. Do you know what they want? I have suspicions. There are certain individuals in drow culture who would call it justice. An eye for an eye. Specifically misclad. They're actually quite curious to see how this little meeting goes. They weren't really expecting it. And as he's sitting there, it's very, uh, like, it's almost like he's putting on a show of being overly relaxed. Like, he's got his, Hmm. he's kind of got his leg up. He's not on the table, but, like, on his other, like, just kind of, like, crossed. Um, And he is almost unblinkingly staring at Jadzia. Mm Jadzia is going to, like, the way she's saying, it's very proper. Like, her hands are kind of on the table, linked together very straight-backed, but trying not to let anything show. Like, just trying to remain very proper mm-hmm. in her position so that he can't see if he, you know, mm-hmm. frightens her. I understand that the drow have been wronged. I understand that very much. And I would like to finally tell the whole story. Um, he's going to arch a little bit of an eyebrow at that. Oh, do go on. As you know, I was a member of the Overwatch. And 
along with your daughter and three others, we were commanded by Sergeant Fletcher to go into the caves and cause a collapse. That collapse was meant to keep the drow from being able to enter Overwatch. We brought the bomb down. There was a group of drow positioned ahead of where we were told to lay the bomb. We killed them, as soldiers kill soldiers, and reached the area where we meant to go. None of us knew. I want to make that very clear. Except for one. Our rogue, named Fee, was able to see the children in time to stop what happened, but he did not. I was the one who lit the bomb. We did not know until we heard the screaming. That's the full story. He is going to reach for the dagger on his belt and then draw it out slowly and start to pick at the nails, like just underneath of his nails. Just, again, this is all a show. I'm going to eat an apple to look more like an asshole. Yes, that's exactly what he's doing. <laughs> like, just... Fuck, I forgot my apple. Let me take out this dagger and <laughs> Well, Miss Grace, that is a very interesting story. I don't suppose that this responsible teammate would be in the city now, would they? As far as I'm led to believe, he's actually in yours. Brightport. The last time I saw Fee, he left us to go join House Silverclaw. He's a changeling. He thought that his powers could be utilized there. Oh, I'm sure they could. I would like to say, though he knew that the children were there, I think Sergeant Fletcher is really the one to blame, if you wanted to place it. Though, war isn't that simple. Those who are in a position of power are the ones who are causing the bloodshed. You do understand that, in my experience, the drow are prideful creatures. The ones that live underground. Or are being perhaps the most prideful one I've ever met. Once she sets her mind to something... Usually, there is nothing that could sway her. So, her people are looking to her to make this right. Her original plan was to find your group and murder the lot of you. As far as I know, that actually still could be the plan. The entire time, he's just sort of cleaning his nails or making a show of trying to clean his nails. I must say, your group has been increasingly difficult to find. I would have thought you'd all stay in the city after... Well, after what happened a couple of weeks ago. Can I ask where the rest of your friends are? Judzi is going to look thoughtful for like half a second. And then kind of half shake her head. Like, no... If you thought your daughter was going to stay in one place for very long, you don't know her that well. I suppose I don't. I must say, though, 
it is a bit surprising that knowing what kind of trouble I could bring them, that they left poor you holding the bag all alone. After the... Okay, after he started playing with the dagger, Valus is going to tighten up even more and kind of have... have his hand near the hilt of his blade the entire time. Because again, there's a decent amount of distance separating you two. But it's more of a just-in-case. Like, what if he tries to throw that? What if he... Yeah, that kind of thing. Right. Judzia will just kind of... Um, not react to that at all. Mm-hmm. And she's... It's almost a thing where she's like, I bet it'll bug you that I'm not reacting to how scary you're being right now. Like, that's almost her mentality with it. Okay. Would you do me a favor... And roll a bluff check for me, just to see, like... Shouldn't he have to roll a check to not cut himself? (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't have to be very high. It's more just, like... Well, my bluff is plus 13. Yeah. Let's try this. It's the one thing I'm good at for no reason. All right. Oh, God, yeah. 30? Yeah, you're totally fine. You're very composed. My balls are gigantic. (laughs) Let me just put these on the table. (laughs) okay um well and she's almost gonna like sweep that under the rug as I understand it Aura is the leader of the drow so I assume that it would be best if you took the information I gave you to her and we can see where things go from there am I correct well that's where things get a little tricky We're working together, yes, but it's for a more common goal. Her people look to her. I don't. You know what I want in this city. And you know I have the power to help you. What is it exactly that you want? Well, I did think things would shake out a little differently when I approached Una. Unfortunately, things went a little sideways. What I want is for people like me to have a fair shake, to have an equal stake in the claim of currency and power that flow through this city. Jadzia will kind of like smile just a little bit and nod her head. What's strange about that is that you and I see eye to eye, which I never thought would happen. But I do look to a future for Esterholt where all races can be as equal. To do that, I'm going to need fine, upstanding citizens like yourself. That's going to get a big smile, I would say. (laughs) (laughs) Really? And what exactly did you have in mind, Mayor Grace? I am trying to make Esterholt a better place. More education, taking care of children, making sure that all races are equal. I can do that. I cannot let criminal acts go unchecked. That said, 
if you're willing to behave yourself, I think that we could have a partnership of some sort. Well, I must say that is intriguing. I have seen an awful lot of people in power say the same thing. And perhaps they even started out their run in cities with good intentions. Why should I trust you over any one of them? Because I'm not just saying I want to help while keeping all the power to myself. Seraph, she's going to kind of lean forward a little bit. If you'd like, I do need more advisors. Political advisors. You have a mind that does not work the same as mine. You could help me make this this town a better place. That said, it would come from a place of equal trust and respect. Could you? <laughs> no. Do me a favor. Roll a diplomacy check. Fucking plus seven. Can I just say, mm -hmm. so far today, you are on fire. <laughs> 20? Mm -hmm. Fuck you! <clears throat> that noise is not okay! Okay? Okay. Sorry. Same amount of infuriating. Anyway. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I'm being withholding on purpose now. That's the I know. <laughs> Uh, we're friends. <clears throat> hmm. As you're saying this, Valis, there will be a very low gamble. <laughs> like a very, like, mm, I don't like that. Like, that's, that's, that very low grumble, but again, he's keeping his composure. Well, now. I must say that I did not expect this from you. And here I was a little insulted that you didn't thank me, you know, for your current position. She's going to bristle a little bit at that, and her eyes will kind of move over to the stain real quick. Like, yeah. Yep. But not even, like, trying to hide it, just like, yeah, not really forgetting. Yeah. So you're saying... That I would help you run the city, at least, in terms of policy. Exactly. The issue Mayor Keller had, at the end of the day, was that she wasn't listening. She was trying so hard to maintain the status quo that she didn't see that the world was changing. And she wasn't willing to accept advice from others when she needed it. I don't want to make those mistakes. That is very wise of you, Miss Mayor. If I were to take this deal, I would be living in the city, obviously. But that does not solve the problem of our drow friends in Fairbay. You would have me tell them about the actually guilty party this fee I do still know a few people in Brightport that would 
that would assist in locating him. Changeling or not, he won't be able to hide forever. You simply say the word, and I'll go back to Aura and tell her all about him. Jadzia will kind of freeze for a second and then lower her eyes. If you tell Aura Clad the whole story and she believes that Fee is the guilty party, I'd like to hope he'd at least get a trial of some sort. As I said, I do believe Fletcher is the real villain in this story, if not King Carter himself, though that's already dealt with. Well, I guess that would be up to her to decide. I can be very persuasive, though. What if I tell her about this, and she still decides that you being the one who lit the fuse are the true guilty party? Jadzia will kind of look up to Valis for, like, just a moment, and then look back to Seraph. We'll have to cross that bridge when we come to it. Seraph would stand up, and he would start to walk step by step toward Jadzia. And the entire time, he is going to take that knife and very lightly drag it the length of the table. Just, it's, it's, the, God, the blade is... Dude, no one in your fucking family respects personal property. <laughs> it's not leaving a mark. It's more just tracing the edge of the table. Like, it's, it's very much... Again, it's all for show. And Valus is going to reach for the hilt of his blade, but not quite draw it. Seraph is going to get to the end of the table, and he is going to reach out his hand to Jansia. The entire time, Jadzia does not even move. Mm -hmm. And she kind of holds this air of confidence, like, yeah, come on. And then once he's there, she'll offer her hand as well. I think we can work together, Miss Grace. I'm, I'm glad you believe so. I mean what I say, you know, about this city. I now consider it a bit of personal pride that it gets shaped into something equal. I actually believe that you could do something about that. I believe our goals are the same, even if our means may be slightly different. Which is why working together and with Valis, and she'll kind of like motion to him like, yeah, you're going to have to treat him with respect too. We can make our dreams a reality. Of course. I'll return to Fair Bay and speak with Aura. I'm sure you receive some sort of word shortly. You have a good day. Thank you, Seraph. You as well. And he would sort of disengage <sighs> and leave the room. <sighs> See, that wasn't so bad. Jadzia no will stand yet. up and rip off all of Valis's clothes and just <laughs> <laughs> right there on that desk. 
We really hope that you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, maybe swing by patreon.com slash D-A-N-D-R and think about tossing a couple of shekels in. Hopefully we'll get to another milestone soon and we can do another one of these. Uh, again, we're going to be uh, taking a look at that and uh, making sure that the that milestone is in there a bit more. You can also swing by D-A-N-D-R podcast, and that's a good way to follow us everywhere. We're all on Twitter. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on iTunes and maybe give us a review. That really would help us out. So thank you so much, and we will see you next week with a brand new episode.